Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the wonderful Wheel of Life and another international transmission of You Can't See Us with Starfire and Charlie. Yes. Oh, it's so good to be back. It really is. It's just... We're back. It's happening. Right on. After a long, long pause. I don't even know when the last time we... uh we did this was do you do you know the date or anything it was before the world ended yeah or didn't end but you know it was before the world was gonna end in december 21st yeah it was before that we're in a whole we're in a whole new age now yeah we're the the age of something aquarius yeah i think you're right we're moving in that direction yes the water bearer Uh yeah he bears water well here we are you're here with uh E.T., Eric Tarr over there. We got right Starf Morlick, Starfire on the Mountain, and me, and good friend Charlie, and Pinball Machine. The Pinball Machine is digging up the futon over here. So there's got to be a lot to talk about. You know, mm. I, so much has happened between the times that we've, uh, that we've um, you know, done this that I don't even really remember what's happened since then. Obviously, the world did not end. And that's one thing that either happened or didn't happen. It may have happened and we just don't know. What if it ended and we didn't know it and this is a new world that has started? It would be pretty cool. Would it? Maybe. I don't know. Mm. I mean, it'd be psychedelic. It'd yeah. be far out. be crazy. There's been a lot of shit going on. So we had uh, holidays. Holidays happened. Yep. Birthdays. I had a birthday. You had a birthday. Yep. Uh, there were lots of gigs that happened in between there. Morgan had a birthday. That's right. Yeah. Your she, girlfriend had a birthday. My wife had a birthday probably right before our last podcast. Yeah. So, mm. so did Eric. It's yep. been, you know, mm, yeah. well, everybody that we know has birthdays and they happen at some point in the year. So. Yeah. Right. At least once a year. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's one of those elite persons who's right. only four years old or however like, old they are. Wouldn't that be a bummer, man? Yeah, it would. you never really get to celebrate your birthday except for every four years. Yeah, yeah, it is weird. It's it's a it's a strange thing those leap years. What's strange is the calendar, right? Talking about the Mayans, the Mayans had that shit down. They didn't have to have a leap year. Yeah, what the hell? Why do we need a leap year? What's the thing? What's because the score? because our calendar divides shit up in a weird way, right? And it's in a way that it almost works. You know, like where it is cyclical and kind of comes back around at the right time. But if they didn't have the leap year, everything would get fucked up eventually, like over over time. You know, you'd have, it'd be snowing in August in North America, which ah. usually doesn't happen. You know, I mean, it would start moving shit around in the wrong way. Yeah. Be- because the calendar that we use is... Fucked up. Yeah, it's not really yeah. accurate. That's why they have to throw in this... Exception. Oh, every four years, let's add an extra day. Yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah. It is. And just think if you changed it, it'd be too hard on the sheeple. You know, they're trained for winter in December. Well, yeah, and I don't know if the iPhone could handle it. It would probably yeah. crash, the calendar thing. A lot of jobs yeah. would be lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of ins and outs. Yeah. Yeah. Too many irons in the fire. And that's why we have a leap year. I guess so, man. Yeah. I'm glad we figured that out. For mm-hmm. everybody. Um, well, let's see here. Uh, Starfire has begun making slides. Speaking of irons in the fire, yeah. I have been doing 
a lot of shit. Yeah, you've got a lot of you got a lot a lot, a lot of irons in the fire. So I've been making hot sauce for years now and selling the Starfire hot sauce, you yeah. know, here and there. And uh, recently, I've started making what? What was that? I don't know. Oh well, I've started making guitar slides, bottleneck slides, like cutting the necks off of bottles and making them into slides. And then also making glasses and vases, vases and glasses. Anything I can make from a bottle that has been thrown in the trash, I'm gonna figure out something to do with it. I, I did that for Christmas gifts. Speaking of shit that happened over the break, I made uh, Christmas gifts for everybody that I know from trash. I went dumpster diving and got a bunch of bottles and uh, wine bottles, beer bottles, different colors of bottle of glass and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I came out and came outside and Starfire was just digging around through my trash. <laughs> Get a job, hippie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot of people thought I was. You know, fucking crazy, but well, you know, you are. <laughs> but I am, yeah. That's and that's they they were they were right in thinking that. And so I've I gave slides to a lot of people. Everybody that I know that plays guitar, or just about everybody I know, I've, I've given a slide to. Gave one to Ray Wiley Hubbard, and yep. and he wants another one now. So <laughs> yeah, Et and I have one. Yeah, have some. Yeah, yeah, pretty nice. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm still learning with this. It's that's what I really like about it is it's just fun. I'm just having fun figuring out how to do something new. It's a new skill that I'm learning. Exactly. Used to all I could do was play guitar and make hot sauce. Now I can recycle bottles. Yeah. Used to you could just drink what was in the bottles. But now if you drink it, then you can turn the bottle into art. That's it, and that, yeah. and that's a cool thing to me. I'm I'm excited about. I really that. like how how we've been on the road too, and, and you're buying bottles of stuff, not for what's in it, but for the bottle. Yeah, he's a big Heineken fan now, just because of the way the bottle looks. Those big Heinekens. What? How many ounces are in there? It's basically two beers. It's like a pint and eight ounces. Wow, interesting. But yeah, yeah. I've I've been getting into buying things that have cool bottles, and I'm not. I mean, I guess, I'm, you know, sometimes I'm concerned about what's inside the bottle, but like, I'm, I'm not going to go buy a bottle of white wine because I'm not going to drink it. Right. But a Heineken, I'm going to drink that. Yeah. So if I like the bottle, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I thought he was going all gangster on us there the last couple of months. He's walking <laughs> around with a great big bottle in his sack. Yeah. What's, what's up, Starfire? Yeah. You know, it's D- diving in dumpsters and walking around with a 40. Yeah. And, and what the, the fuck's going he's on? Getting big Heinekens from the many gas stations across yeah. America. That's right. You know, it's, uh, fuck the man, fuck the system. I'm doing my own thing. I don't, you know, you know, I'm getting gifts from shit that people throw away. Yeah. Now the question is, do the people that I give the gifts to actually want them? I don't know. You know, they may just think it's a bunch of broken glass because essentially that's all it is, is broken glass. But essentially that's what all glasses are. Just broken glass. I guess. If they're glass glasses. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So it's whenever I cut like a bottle or cut the neck off of it, that's broken. And then I finish it so that it doesn't cut you and fuck you up. Yeah, you smooth out the edges. There you go. That's yeah. the word. That, th- those are the words that yes. I was looking for. Smooth out the edges. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very fine stuff, I might add, too. So I tweeted a couple of, uh, you know solicited some questions on on the twitter 
And we've come back with at least a couple here. Um, this one is from David Gilligan, who says, Who's that? What happened to Captain Gillyweed, and why have you banned him? Captain Gillyweed? I don't think we banned Captain Gillyweed. We He's just, just been out at sea for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Well, and we haven't podcasted in, you know, six months, so right. that's, yeah. that's part of it. What happened to the podcast? That's it, a good question. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's actually the question. Yeah. And the answer to that question is, it's back, bitches. Yeah, it's yeah. back, and it's back in a big way, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> And Gilly, you know, when Captain Gilly comes on the podcast and stuff, it's because he's on shore leave, and we know that, and that's why he's on it. Exactly. But he's sometimes at he's on, right now. Yeah, sometimes he's on the road with us, sometimes he's out at sea. We have called him from his satellite telephone yeah. out on his boat. Exactly. I think times. he dr- killed that, though. I think it's broken. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you know, he's a pirate. He's probably trying to steal the uh, access to the yeah. satellites and uh, right. not that's have to true. Pay for it. Right. Another question, this, is just, this just dives into, you know... Why we're here? Uh-huh. Why we're really here is uh, it's like a philosophical question. Well, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is from uh, Seth Williamson, and he would like to know. Well, he says I haven't listened in a few months, and why you haven't listened in a few months is because there hasn't <laughs> been a podcast in a few months, right? But he says, have you all talked about government use of domestic drones for surveillance purposes? Man, it's it's out there. I know. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not briefed enough on exactly what they're doing right now, but I know that they're using them uh, domestically. Right. Yeah. And I know like local police departments are trying to get access to drones through Homeland Security, saying that it's necessary to fight terrorism. Yeah. See, the last thing that I want is like the city, well, any government really, but especially like a small city police thing in charge of flying drones around yeah (laughs) well you know it's just gonna be a huge clusterfuck if they do it right or when they do it they're because they're probably gonna do it but it's i don't know it i i could see a lot of people being upset about it you know a lot of people have talked about if if that happens somebody's gonna shoot one down at Mm -hmm. some point you know i'll shoot the fuck one down (laughs) well you know i mean i i don't know i don't i don't know that i would would do that but but somebody will I know they will. Yeah. If if something's flying over there, especially in Texas, if you have a drone flying over your private property, like... Remember, I saw a drone one Yeah, time. yeah. So, I don't know what that was all about, but it flew right over my car, and it was low. And then you saw government cars right after that, didn't saw you? Saw government... But that was maybe 60 miles down the road. You know, it wasn't directly after it, but it was pretty close. I, it may have been shorter than 60 yeah. miles. I don't remember how many, much it was. But uh, when, And when was that? That was a couple of years ago? That was, man, that was at least four or five years ago. Man, time flies. It doesn't does, it? doesn't it? Shit. But I saved the spot. I remember when I saw it, I hit the car thing on the GPS to save the spot. Of and this was. was out in the panhandle out. To no, it was on the way. Yeah, it was on the way to Lubbock. Okay. But I was closer to Denton than I was to Lubbock. Really? Yeah. It was kind of where, well, maybe, no, maybe I was, I was further. I was kind of, it's kind of where the 4-6 uh, ranch was okay. kind of somewhere That's... before that, but, you know, yeah. close to that. Man, I don't know. There's there's definitely some weird shit going on with the government. They're still buying bullets. Like right. I think the the statistic is something like two billion rounds of ammo that they've purchased now for various organizations that are not the army. It's like 
like a local uh, domestic organization. And like the yeah. weather station, <laughs> yeah, National Weather Service. That's the weirdest one, and we've we've reported on that before. But well, but it's it's one of those one yeah. of those things that a lot of people have still haven't even heard about. Don't even know what's happening. Yeah, I don't think yeah anybody still has given us an answer on why they're doing it. No, I don't think they have either. Alex Jones asked asked Piers Morgan <laughs> in a very passionate way. Remember that when he was on the uh, interviewed by Piers? Ah, yes, I do. He talked about that a little bit. For anybody who hasn't seen that interview, it's a very interesting <laughs> interview. Piers yeah. Morgan, Alex Jones. I like Alex Jones, but I I don't know. He he's. Uh, He's very intense for some people. Yes. Some people. His passion is right out front for you to look at it and touch it if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing, but some people can kind of take that as crazy shit, you know? Speaking of crazy shit, how about Hillary Clinton and this whole Benghazi thing? Like, Mm. that's something that we didn't get a chance to talk about. And Right on into war criminals. Yeah. People keep trying to blow this thing off like it's not a big deal. And it's... What difference does it make, right? Yeah, like, it's like, the famous yeah. line. What difference does it make? But it makes a huge difference, man. All of these people who are in charge of the most powerful country in the world for all purposes, right? They're, they're the big superpower, and they just watch these motherfuckers die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like live on TV, basically. Like they're sitting there watching CNN. Yeah, and these are people who could have done something about this. It's it's fucking crazy. Well, and they then could, they could have done something about it for many many weeks leading up to that for months. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just ignored this shit. They let it happen, and then they tried to pass blame and say that it happened on yeah, and for some other reason. And just to interject real quick for anybody out there that is interested in that, you can get on the uh, Starfire. I can tell you where it's at, but you can get on the internet and find the timeline from the guy that was killed. He wasn't the ambassador. He was the priest at the mission, so to speak. Because that's what they called the place was the mission. Right. Well, I don't get that. Yeah, I never got an explanation why this is a mission. They couldn't call it an embassy or a consulate because it wasn't technically supposed to to be, be, there. be there. And now when uh, they say mission, your mind you just go, automatically goes, well, you know, they're volunteering for the church and stuff. And, right. You know, it's a sad situation. But no, that's not what happened. Yeah. It's not what happened at all. Man, and talk about secret bases. So, oh, but yeah, tell them about the, if you can find the timeline. Well, I, I, it's on my Twitter timeline somewhere. I posted oh, a, yeah. a link to that. That's right, you did. But I, I can't remember exactly where it was. I, whenever this shit, whenever it first happened, you know, I was looking into it, thinking, man, this is crazy. But not all the information come out. Right now, a lot of information has come out, and you find out that Hillary Clinton lied about a bunch of shit. Fucking, what's his name? Petraeus lied about a bunch of shit. Yeah. Obama lied. They're, they're all lying about this. Yeah. And saying that they had no idea what was going on and they couldn't have done anything, and that's horseshit. What's the difference? What difference does it make? Yeah. What difference does it make? I don't know. And it's Tell that to the families of the people killed. Exactly. exactly. Okay, well, what else? Well, there's a lot of Bigfoot news. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah. Let's, so what's been going on in the world of Bigfoot? Well, um... I don't even know if we got to this, but uh, there's a, a scientist out of Nacogdoches that named Dr. Melba Ketchum, who is with, along with other scientists and like 
Texas A&M University and other universities did a study on Bigfoot samples. There's from all over the country, you know. Did like a, hair, hair samples? Hair samples, tissue samples, saliva samples, blood samples, um, teeth. Just And they got all these. So basically what happened is they finally mapped the genome of this, and the, it just got released. Really? Last week. They finally mapped the genome of it, and it's half the mitochondrial DNA is human DNA. And the other half is an unknown hominid, and it's with every sample, every real sample. I mean, obviously there was some horse hair in there. Yeah, so I've heard that a lot of times whenever they've done tried to do DNA samples on this kind of stuff, it will get thrown out by the lab who's doing it because they will say that it, the sample's been tainted. Right, exactly. Or that it's not a pure sample, right? Right. And, uh, but these... And that's just because it comes, up, it comes up with something that they have never seen before. Exactly. And so they avoided all this. They did um, all sorts of, you know send it to other people to check to do the same samples on them that they came up with the same results. So basically about 15,000 years ago, it's not even that old. Bigfoots from what they can tell are only 15,000 years old, the species, which is, you know, fucking nothing. Right. You know? And, um, how do they know that? I don't know. I mean, I don't know all the science behind it, but that's what they, they can tell somehow with the genome. They can tell how the how old the species of, I mean, roundabout, you know. Like the right. rings in a tree? Yeah. That shit is crazy. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. That's nuts. Oh, it gets better. Oh, it does? Oh, yeah. Well, so what else is going on? Well, why don't you pick it up from here, E.T.? You need to, you, you know. Well, you know more about it than I do, but I'm well, skipping. I'll, I'll interject. Yeah, I'm skipping straight to the video. Yeah, if anybody has not seen the, just look up Bigfoot tent video. I still haven't seen the video. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's yeah. a it's a really good video of a Bigfoot, and also the Matilda video, which is kind of good but kind of not. Right. The tent one is the one that you were telling me about the other day. Yeah, right. right. And yeah, yeah. You know, tell me about the tent video. Oh, man, you know, I think I'll get it wrong. I mean, you know more about it than I do because you know the guy was a researcher that took it. Yeah, and I don't know those particulars. And I'd hate to tell the wrong story. Well, you guys said that, that he, he put up like some meat. He right? put up ribs. Yeah, ribs. Ribs on, nailed them to a tree. Yeah. Intentionally trying to bring the Bigfoot big in. in. Right. But and so... This where, was a siding, a hot place for though. Yeah, where was this? This was in, near San Antonio. Yeah. Okay, Texas. Yeah, yeah. in right. Texas. Okay. So the he puts this these ribs up and he waits, you know, all night just goes to sleep in his tent. He hears shit going on when he wakes up. And, you know, it's real early in the morning, but it's light. I mean, it's completely light out. Looks out of his tent, looks out, n- not the front flap, but one of the side windows of his tent, and sees this fucker standing there eating the ribs. And so he p- takes his iPhone, or whatever it is, you know, his phone, and videotapes it for a minute. And then... And this is part of the video that you see. This is part of the video. Through the tent. Through the tent. Mm-hmm. And um, so he grabs, he freaks out. He want he's gonna kill it. I mean, I don't agree with that at all. But he yeah, get, that's the part of the story that I didn't like. Yeah. But, so, but anyway, yeah. He gets out and gets his gun, goes out of the front of the tent. He's looking at it, 
it stands there and he just freezes and can't fucking move. He says he's just paralyzed with fear. Is there a, is there tape rolling on this or is no, this, no. this is just part of it? No, okay. this is just part of the story. Okay. So, and I can't remember if the first video is if he videotaped it the first time or the second time when it came back. I can't remember which one it is. Yeah. So he goes out and freezes. He waits like another night, you know. It it just fucking takes off. It waits another night. He does the same thing, and the and the thing comes back. This time, I think is when I don't remember which which one was the videotape time. But he he goes out and it sees him again. It turns around, walks walks away, and he shot it in the back of the head, back of the neck, and it knocked out its teeth. Yeah, and it's in. So this guy named Muskie Allen is like a. This skips ahead, you know. There's right. a documentary film crew there that's making a documentary. That's the other thing. That's so. Were they there the whole time? Like, were they there the first time? When I don't know. There? I don't really know. Okay. So, um, I mean, it's not like this guy hasn't given an interview or anything like that. The only person that's given an interview is this guy Muskie Allen. Now, Muskie Allen is a researcher from a long time ago that finally just said, fuck it, this is all bullshit, you know. I'm not, I've never seen anything. And he proceeded for the last 20 years to be like the biggest skeptic debunker of Bigfoot stuff. Right. And very vocal about it, even has written like papers and shit and always gets on Bigfoot forums and just talks about how, how much bullshit Bigfoot is. And... So the guy who killed it, and I can't remember his name right now, but uh, I'll think of it in a minute. But um, he takes it to a university in Nevada and gets a hold. Everybody has to sign non-disclosure agreements and stuff like that. The university did, everything like that. And um, he gets a hold of uh, Muskie Allen and says, you know what, dude? I want you to come out here and see this. Because you're the one person that can go back and, you know, talk about it and people will believe you because you're the one who says it's all bullshit, you know? Yeah. And um, so they fly him out to Nevada from Chicago, blindfold him, take him, drive him four hours to this facility where they have this thing and it just goes from there. Honestly, we should almost play some of the interview with him and just to tell you what he saw, you know. I mean, and we could we could maybe add that in later or something, but it's 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 a weird situation. There's just a lot, and this is all happening within the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So it's it's a uh, first it's, week so, in February. So this is a a, a new story. Very yeah. very new story. So we'll see what happens, you know. It could be How like, long is the interview? Well, there's a 17-minute part where he kind of explains it, but it's really like a three-hour interview. But, yeah. I mean, we're just talking about we could select some clips or, or whatever of them. Okay. That, that may or may not happen. Yeah, that may or, Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, how about right now we take a pause for the cause yeah. after this and we can talk you about You know, it. I listened to that interview for the first 20 minutes, and he pretty much, you know where he, where he stands on it. Okay, well, maybe right we'll do that, that then. We'll, we'll cut to the first part of that interview right yeah. here. Well, I mean, I can tell you straight up, I believe what I've seen was an actual Sasquatch. And uh, I, I know this comes for me. It's hard for me to say. And, and, and this flight back home, 
almost four hours, um, I had to process a lot of information. And uh, it was quite an event. And uh, what I saw was a Sasquatch. And there's no question in my mind, it was at one point a living creature. When when you left to, to go on your trip, did you expect it would end this way? Uh, no. And, and in fact, even when I arrived, I expected this how I thought it was going to turn out to be an elaborate hoax, um, you know, an April Fool's thing. I expected it, uh, but it, as the time progressed, and I was only there for a short time, you know, about 14 hours, uh, it, it, it later it became more reality. Um, I couldn't discredit it, especially when we were actually making the trip there. And, uh, I mean, I, I gave him ample time to call it off and don't waste my time. And he was steadfast in proving his point, and uh, he did. He did. Any chance that you were fooled or hoaxed? Absolutely not. Um, and I can tell you several reasons. One, this I didn't view this creature from a block of ice. I didn't view it from a videotape. I viewed it standing next to it and was able to touch it. Uh, there were several other people with us at the time, so I had to really watch my P's and Q's. Um, but just based on where it's being housed, set the reality stage that this is not a hoax. Um, this was not in a freezer next to somebody's pickup truck behind their garage. Uh, just the setting of where it was at pretty much told me that this is the real deal. Mm-hmm. Did you see any evidence that you know scientists or medical staff have done any examination of the body? I did, and and just so you know, I, I only had 20 minutes. As a matter of fact, we were only granted 20 minutes mm-hmm. um, to do what we wanted. But yes, there was um, some shaved areas off the body, the neck. There were some incision wounds. Um, there was no question that there was some scientific. Matter of fact, even the areas that were shaved off the body, the hair was collected and put into uh, plastic bags that were taped on, on the gurney bed. Um, so nothing was on the floor. It was done very professionally. What exactly was done to it, I don't know, but maybe it was part of the preservation process, which I did ask that one question because I, I did smell something, and they told me it was the menthol smell was part of um, the embalming process or partial embalming process. Mm-hmm. What the logistics of was and what it did, I, I don't know. I don't know. But based on the facility housing, they were well-equipped to do whatever it took to keep it um, preserved. And whatever studies were taken on it, it was definitely the place to do it. So take a few minutes and describe exactly what you saw. How was the body? And give us some details. Um, The body was laid out, flat, arms to the side, on its back. Um, it was on a actual like an ambulance stretcher or a gurney, so to speak. Um, they had did a makeshift end to it to extend the length of it. Um, we were able to walk right up to it. Uh, it was large. It was big. I'm guessing. I, I'm saying close to eight feet, just based on the length of the gurneys. Uh, huge wide chest. It was a brownish red in color. 
it, the eyes were closed, the mouth was closed, uh, incredible detail on his face. I was able to see the pores of the skin, the fingernails, the feet. Um, I mean, and we can get into other descriptions of it, but that's basically what I seen was a Sasquatch. Uh, it was large weight-wise, I'm guessing 500 plus. Um, I was able to do a slight measurement on the shoulder-to-shoulder or collarbone-to-collarbone based on my size. Um, like from the center of my nose to the end of my tip was from the center of his head to his shoulder. So I'm guessing we were looking at least 38 inches shoulder width. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was quite big. It was quite large. And it was well, you, impressive. You mentioned the and face scary. without a detail. Do you, do you think that that is the same Bigfoot as shown in, in the, the now infamous camper video? You, you know, looking at it again after seeing this, I, yeah, I, I say it's a very good chance. Um, the physical look at it, and again, the camper video shot through you know, a mesh tent, so it's right. hard and Right. But, yeah, I would say that uh, there's no question. I mean, I'm more apt to believe it now than I did before, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, I would say, I would probably say it's the same creature. No question. Well, so what else has been going on? Oh, man. Um, They're trying to take away our guns. That's, that's the rumor. We can't buy ammo anywhere. No, no, that's true. Ammo is very hard to find right now. Yeah. Even like 22 bullets. Starfire can't get no 22s. Uh-uh. That's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So I saw an interesting statistic, and I think it's probably even more crazy now. But So there were only over 500 gun deaths in Chicago last year. Right. This year, there have been over 40. Probably more than that now. Yeah. Because I wrote this down like a couple of weeks ago. Right. It's fucking nuts. In a city where they have a gun ban. Exactly. And that's a common common denominator with high gun violence is gun bans. Right. Yeah. More guns, less crime. Exactly. Right. That's the answer, people. It's not debatable. Well, I mean, those are just the statistics, right? Yeah. Also, I have some interesting notes here about, uh, have you guys seen the Cinnamon Toast Crunch commercial? No. Well, it's got these little cinnamon toast crunches, and they're cannibalizing each other. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty heavy, pretty intense. Yeah, I used to love cinnamon toast crunch when I was a kid. It's a good cereal. Yeah, it's a good cereal. I didn't know that they were Cannibals. cannibalizing each other. That's pretty crazy. Mm. I always thought that you have to eat cinnamon toast crunch fast, or else it may it gets it gets uh what do you call it. Floppy. Soggy. Soggy. Uh-huh. Pretty quick. I said floppy. Uh-huh. <laughs> floppy soggy. <laughs> and uh, have you heard about this? Pizza delivery drivers are uh, suing DiGiorno over their commercials. Mm. Really? No, not really. I made that up. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to say. But wouldn't that be a crazy story if they were doing that? You had me. <laughs> the hook was in, man. <laughs> no, I, I just thought that would be a... I, I was trying to think of stories like... Because the other day I couldn't find any really good stories, so I yeah. was thinking, man, what if, what if pizza delivery drivers started this class action lawsuit against the Yeah, like a libel, uh, defamation of character type yeah. lawsuit. 
It could happen. It I'm, could. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to put ideas in anybody's heads out yeah. there, but. Yeah. Well, okay. maybe they should. You know, I think the ACLU could really get all over this. Mm-hmm. I think they could too. Look at DiGiorno. Yeah, and and so these are all these are all notes on commercials that I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> There's have you seen these BP commercials about how great the Gulf Coast is? Yeah, isn't that amazing? <laughs> Aren't you a gas company and now all you're doing is just saying, Listen, it's badass down here now. We're sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we fucked up. It's great. Look at this seafood. Look at this tourism. Yeah. Look at these happy people with jobs. Like, those are all lies. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got the oil to sink to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. It's not still leaking, we promise. It's just laying <laughs> on the bottom. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I've been watching TV, and I see, like, everything I see on TV is just fucking crazy. And I'm like, really? This is what they're going to they're gonna te- They're going to tell us these fucking lies? Cinnamon Toast Crunch eats itself? Lies, no, fabrications. Man. What else has been going on? There's been so much. It's hard to it's hard to put your finger on it. Yeah. I don't have television though, so I don't know. I don't keep up with that kind of stuff. You're not missing much. Man. I'm not I'm I'm out of pop culture. I've been uh I've been trying to stray away from as much news as I possibly can lately. It's just a downer. You know, I, I have a whole other receipt with just bullshit news stories on them that are that are stories most of it <laughs> relates back to Benghazi where I'm just yeah. I'm so fucking mad about this like yeah. I can't believe they would do this shit man what I can I I can't say that I I do believe it they they do it every day it's their job Israel's attacking Syria are they really they did like weeks ago oh yeah 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 they bombed them yeah sons of bitches I am there's shit going down it's called profit, war profit, the worst kind. Just bombing motherfuckers left and right. Yeah, drone, drone in them. It's just like a, a, you know, uh, type in a congressman that benefits the most from war, and you get John Kerry. Now, what's John Kerry now? John Kerry, did you see the video of him crying over John F. Kennedy's desk, like no. tearing up about? I'm a senator from. Massachusetts and yeah. <laughs> he started crying and, yeah. oh my god you motherfucker it's called votes yeah Daniel Markham wants to know what is your favorite Burt Reynolds movie and why Smoking oh the Bandit god, no doubt yeah yeah I would think that and there's really no no explanation well, but then my second favorite Burt Reynolds movie would have to be Smoking the Bandit part two and then I'm if I gotta to, pick a third yeah. I guess I would go with part three. I don't know. I got to go. My second one would be The Longest Yard. The yeah. original one. Okay. Yeah. Is it good? I haven't seen yeah. either one of them. Oh, yeah. I'm, the I'm Mean a, Green, baby. I'm aware of the movie. Yeah. I think they were called The Mean Green. The Mean Green? That's that's here in Denton, The Mean Green. Yeah. Gilly, the mean, no, Mean Captain Machine. Gillywood. They were The Mean Machine. Ah, The yeah. Mean Machine. Mean Machine. UNT is The Mean Green. Is The Mean Green. You should know he was linebacker there. Yeah. Right. Star from Orlix was was middle linebacker, and he blitzed a, a lot. He's just spearing motherfuckers. Star from right. So that's another thing that's happened since yeah, the let's, podcast. Yeah, let's get into that. So I think uh, for a long time, you know, people just knew me as Starfire. Nobody knew my real name. And that was fine. It was kind of a nickname, you know, or it was just everybody called me Starfire. Yeah. So now it has come out. That my name is Starf Morlix, and everybody knows it. 
Well, it came out in that episode of Law and Order. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't right. really which which were you're gonna have to sue them. Well, that episode hasn't been released. But, That's true. But uh, the way it goes is so this this was back in my acting days when I was doing a few parts here and there. Yeah, a lot of auditions, a lot of you know, a lot, lot of pilots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, it wasn't actually Law and Order, but it was an episode. It was a series that was similar to Law and Order, right? One of those cop show, cop right. drama things. Yeah, prime right? time. And so there's there's this this happy go lucky hippie guy out there who's playing guitar and singing songs and you know doing all this stuff, and everybody's going around. What's up with this Starfire guy? And they want to know. They want to. They're going around asking people, "Have you heard of this yeah. Starfire?" He's guy? been illegally busking. Yeah, in the subways. We've seen this Starfire guy, and we need to. We need to know what's going on with him. Right. This this new guy in town. Yeah. Right? And then, uh, so this goes on for about half the episode. They're they're just kind of tracking Starfire to kind of figure him out. Right. Then one of the big detectives comes in, in the middle of the episode, throws down a file that's about two inches thick. Starf Morlix. <laughs> Did ten years in Attica for for spearing a spearing cheerleaders. <laughs> he was in and out of prison for years, killing little babies, and <laughs> he did six months at Chino. Yeah, for, for selling illegal hot sauce. Yeah, exactly. That's who Starf Morlix is. FDA caught him down in Texas selling illegal hot sauce. They they call him they call him the organic hot sauce king of Texas. <laughs> Uh yeah, so that's that's really the the story about. But Star also, Wars. it's a little known fact that you're also related somehow, and nobody really knows, and only you can tell us. But I don't think you will. Related to Gurf Morlicks. Well, it's a mystery, right? Yeah. It's a mystery. But yeah, you know, Gurf Gurf's a good guy. He How is. does it feel knowing that you're the only one holding up a a, a big episode, <laughs> a multi million dollar episode on like ABC? Well, I wouldn't sign off on it because. Yeah. A lot of it was true, and it would have been incriminate, like right. self-incriminating, right? You know, so I, I told them, no, I'm not gonna. I don't give you. So they, for that. they've still got one in the can, then. The, right. The, oh, okay. Right. Maybe that'll be the like the last show. Well, I shouldn't use my real name. That's the thing. We yeah. we should have, in the creation of the episode, we we should have come up with a different name. Right. You know, but do you know who played you? Oh, it was, it was me. This was back you, in my acting days. You pl- oh, so it was yeah. like a... Um, it was more like a doc. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's It, it was a series that I created and I developed. And, uh, uh, I'm with you, you know, now. I was, I was going to star in it. I was going to write and produce it. it was, this was my big shot, baby. Right. And then you... But I, then I wouldn't sign off on sign it. off on it. <laughs> Because I realized, and, and my lawyers advised me that I shouldn't put this. It's going to be a detrimental to your way of life, right? One of these days, it'll come out. Probably when, when I'm long gone. You know, I respect that about you, Starf. Yeah. So anybody wants to start calling him Starf can, but we'll still refer to him on stage as Starfire. Starfire. Right. Right. Starf Morlix. So there's this Twitter account that's called Drunk Josh Abbott, and it's some idiot. Josh, when he's drunk? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's just some idiot, like, talking shit to Rich O'Toole. Oh, but it's not, it's not, it's not Josh? It's not Josh. So you saw Josh yesterday. Last night, yeah. How was that? It was great, man. They sounded, they sounded great. 
good show. They were they played at the Windstar World Casino. Yeah, it's a weird place, but it was it was really it was fun. It was fun. It was Which to see part him. of the world did they play in? Oh, uh, you know, I don't know. It was a big, <laughs> big banquet hall. I think it was like New York or something. I don't. I, you know, I just don't know. Okay, so so it wasn't like on the French Riviera. No part, part of the casino. No, I've never been in the casino. Do they have a French Riviera part of the? Casino? I think they do have a France part. I, I you know, the casino is so huge; it all looks the same to me inside. It's more the. Outside. I've seen it from the highway. It it looks like a, like a big son of a bitch. It is. It's miles long. Still under construction. So is it? Is it like a theater type? Situation. No, that's what the... I was expecting it to be, but it's more of like just a big room with an elevated stage. Banquet hall. Banquet hall, but huge. Type thing. Okay. Like the biggest banquet hall you've ever seen in your Event center. Life. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But it has the same sort of hotel carpeting as a banquet hall does, you know? So is this the same place that like the, the Duck Dynasty people and yeah. the... And, the, uh, and Sting plays. Al Pacino. Oh, the Duck Dynasty was in Durant. Yeah, you're right. See that, and that's that's been interesting to me. Like how how these people go and uh, I don't know. I think that's crazy. Like the, these people who don't really perform, but they go and sell tickets and put on a show. Like, right. I'm wondering what Al Pacino did. I am too. You know, did he just get up there and go, Hoo-ha! <laughs> you know, and just like do and people it. pay you know two hundred bucks a head for that? Yeah, it's crazy. And Charlie, Jimmy, <laughs> where we are out there. Fuck, Fuck you, you too. too. <laughs> <laughs> or it's hairier. I can't remember. Weren't you, weren't you supposed to start Starfire? Weren't you supposed to uh, open up for the Duck Dynasty guys? Well, you know, when I heard that? when I heard that they were doing that, that it's basically these people who just go and sell tickets and they stand on stage and they and just talk, be themselves. I thought, shit, well, I could at least open up for that. Game, yeah, you know? yeah, like you know, do some glass cutting and yeah. and, and you know, uh, what do you call it? Drink a beer. I can do forty-five minutes easy. I'll just I'll go up there. I'll drink a beer. Yeah. I'll cut the bottle in half. Turn it into a nice juice glass. Give it to someone in the crowd. Do a, do a, do do some hot sauce making. Yeah. On Make stage. some hot sauce. Tie dye a couple of shirts. Yeah. Yep. Bam. You know, burn some incense. I'm out of there. <laughs> exactly. Easy money. Yeah. Easy. I easy. wonder if we could do a live podcast on the Windstar stage. Ah. I bet we could. But then they'd see us. Well, that's that. Well, they that's, wouldn't have to. What if we were uh, uh, black curtain? What if we silhouette? What if we podcast? All right, check this out. So if Al Pacino can sell tickets for not actually doing a movie, but he's just going to show up and say who are a whole bunch, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Then we should be able to sell tickets to a podcast that we do from a different location, mm-hmm. like maybe the green room, right, you know, or backstage or something. The green room was really nice. Was it? Yes. All right, so we'll podcast from the green room, but we'll have a whole fucking event center full of people who are there at the live podcast. It's piped out to them in the ballroom. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's, uh, that's a big idea. So how do we get to backstage for the backstage, though? Because we're going to have to have a green room because we're going to be reporting in one green room. Maybe we'll, just, maybe we'll just switch it. When we take our breaks, we'll go out on stage and, you know. I think there's two green rooms. Yeah, because we need a green room to warm up in. Right, <laughs> all the vocal warm-ups. Yeah, me 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 me. La 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 la. Wrist watch, watch. Wrist watch. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't do that in front of people. No, or like over the mic where people actually heard it. Yeah, yeah. 
that would not be a good podcast right there. Yeah. People don't know what it takes to get on behind this mic and, and just talk. It takes a lot of vocal warm-up, a lot of stretching. Right, yeah. Well, let's, uh, we'll, we'll have to schedule that, that gig, that live podcast. Yeah. I think that's going to be, that's a great idea. I do too. I think it's a win-win. Yeah, it's a, it's a big idea. I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this brings us to the end of our podcast. We're, uh, I think it does too. Damn, it flies by on the first I one. Know. It does. It's, but it's good to be back. It's really good to be back, yeah. and we'll be back you know, often. Yeah, we'll I think... We'll do another one next week. We yeah. may even do another one Monday or something. Yeah. Know, sometime early next week. Or like in a couple hours. Yeah, know? exactly. Well, we're back in the swing of things, so I gotta go to Plano tonight for a birthday party. You know? Birthday party. Well, you know, we'll, we'll definitely have more podcasts. So everybody who's listening to this, just know this. We're back, and we're gonna make more of them. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna have some great guests on. We have a, a great show planned for next week. Oh, yeah, no. and you know if if we sound I burped. if we sound a little rusty today, we'll get back into it. You know, we'll you know. I, I honestly forgot how to do. That. I didn't know how to turn on all the, the yeah the machinery. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, you know, I forgot a lot of things. You know, I'm just. I had to get directions here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Well, this is a top secret location. Yeah, also. exactly. It's easy to, to yeah. forget. All right, folks. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. Yes. Yeah. Tune in next week. All right, brothers. Bye. Bye. For producer James the Robot, technical engineer Nikola Tesla, and your host Starfire on the Mountain and Charlie Shafter, this has been another episode of You Can't See Us. 